0: This week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have
1: Biz Dira, Kit, Brienne,
0: and Flick. Last week, the party met some survivors of the Tieflings incursion on the Northern Island. And
2: all Card A- and I have been doing is trying to talk about Survivor this whole show. Thank you so much <laughs> for this intro. <laughs>
0: A group of, you're both voted off, a group of (laughs) goblinoids and a kenku were hiding at the back of the cave where our adventurers found themselves, but Bria, being her extraordinarily charming self, was able to convince them to come out and chat for a bit. They gave what information they could to the party and pled with the adventurers to seek out other caves with strange roars and other noises coming from them, as that would likely indicate another group of survivors hiding within. Ever generous, Kit provided the group with some much-needed rations and supplies, and they returned to their camp deeper in the cave. So what's next? Is it time for the crew to make their approach to the Arcanium, or are other preparations in order? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hi, Bria's making a face. What's the matter? What's next? You, I got all three. I, the counting. last
2: two, you didn't pause enough in between, so it I
0: realized. Like, I don't know if you noticed, I paused about two words into the third question, because I realized exactly that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was like, or are... More preparations. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how language works, but it's, it's fine. It's, it's really
2: not. You don't care that much about language anyways, so it's fine. It's fair. I feel like that would be a really fun
3: character to play as well. Just like someone who doesn't, like their their cadence is really off. And so you're always confused by what they're saying.
0: So i I so often default to doing... Accents when I do a quote unquote voice, and I really don't do that kind of stuff often enough, mm-hmm. right? Like the stuff where, like, there's always a pause after a preposition, right? Okay, maybe mm-hmm. not that specific, but like, puts the pauses in the wrong place or mm-hmm. always, you know, turns up a phrase at the end like a question mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, stutters the bees or something, right? Like, I don't yeah. do enough of that, and I really yeah. should
3: you should and i feel like i've just given our story consultant ideas to annoy the crap out of everybody
0: write <laughs> <laughs> so it down welcome, robert. robert write it down yeah i'm not actually 100% sure that robert listens to the intros
2: what you <laughs> should start peppering stuff into the intro to see if robert notices
0: um yeah oh my god we absolutely should except now we're going to find out that i'm wrong and he does listen to the intros well, well good. i was then i was
4: fully prepared yeah. for you to say i don't know if robert listens to the episodes at all <laughs> oh no i know he does that that i know he does yeah i know i've seen on the slack yeah, tweets
0: on the yeah. story right right <laughs>
4: yes uh, what a what a super fan he is
3: Episodes, <laughs> but i can't because i listen in slack so i'd have to stop it and go back and then
0: like,
2: <laughs> it's, it's just, a really it, tough life
0: It wouldn't work. It's so
3: hard.
1: Back when I worked in an office and I had Slack on my office computer and on my phone, I would listen on my phone and like have Slack open at the same time, so I could simultaneously leave my comments there.
3: I just try to remember by the end of it, and most of the time I don't. So it's fun.
0: What's your favorite way of, of live tweeting our episodes, listeners? No, I don't know. Just to ourselves. Um, just to, our, just yeah. to ourselves. Just to ourselves. An out loud running commentary to ourselves. <laughs> right, right.
2: Uh, <laughs> Remember when we did that funny
0: thing? That was so funny. Oh my God, it was so yeah, funny. It was. Uh Our significant others walk into the room and they're like, who are you talking to? (laughs) Just me. Um, How are we feeling about where we are? Because we're getting to that point in the season, right? I think we all feel it, which is why we're like being weird. Uh Like that tipping point where suddenly (laughs) it all just starts to go. We got to make a decision. Um, I don't know that we're necessarily there yet. I think that's what we'll find out in this episode. But like, you know, outside of your characters, how are you feeling
4: about it?
3: Nervous Uh uh-huh yeah i want to kill some yaza
4: well yes we knew that
3: (laughs) i want a roadrunner this bitch
4: (laughs) right i do really like that we met some like folks that were here before they showed up i'm glad that they weren't all just like frozen in blocks of ice and stuff like that you know yeah sounds like some of them fled to caves and i actually
3: have a question about that now that i'm a little bit more awake than i was five minutes ago um (laughs) Are they feeling the effects of the general evil of Kanya as well?
0: If they are, they didn't show it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, only really one of them spent any time, like, talking to you all. So. Right. Uh, who's to say? But you didn't see anything obvious on any of them, no. Um, that
2: was a great question, Lydia.
0: That's a really good question, and they didn't. They specifically also didn't mention it. Since you've asked about it, I'll go ahead and like give you a little more to say. Like, they definitely didn't ask or say anything about it. So either they're not, or they are, and they don't notice. Which which is a comforting thought. (laughs) Mm.
2: That might be a great intro to what we're doing next, because Mama wants to be done with this exhaustion.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. All right. Well, then let's. Shall we start playing then, and we can have this conversation in? Well, we were done bantering a few minutes ago. I started (laughs) asking you about the game. Let's play D and D. So you all can have a long rest in your hut. No problem whatsoever. Go ahead and do your long rests. Uh, we'll say that you have some time in the morning. You know that those survivors are going to come uh, to see you all off. But we'll say, you know, you all are in the hut. You've got a little while before the hut expires. So you have some time, just the five of you.
4: I just had a thought before we get, sorry, before we get to the exhaustion, Mirko cast Detect Magic, right? When he looked down the, the cave. yeah. And he saw something, right? Did he see... No. Like a magical... Oh, he he's, just... He was he aware of the light. He saw literally
0: their firelight. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right. He literally saw their firelight. That's
4: fine. I just was like, wait, there's something he's not telling me.
0: I mean, there is something I'm not telling you. There's a lot of things I'm not telling you. Oh, right. but that wasn't one of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question.
0: Go for it, and then we're going to get Kit.
2: Now that we have taken a long rest and we are awake, the- do we have to do the... Constitution checks again? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, I was going to get there once the questions were out of the way. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So, Kit, is your question uh, about that or about something else?
1: It was related to that. Go for it. I was going to ask Flick about Tug the Tapestry for today, so maybe we don't have more problems.
0: There you go. So make your tug the tapestry roll and your... Precognition. Precognition. That's what it is. Uh, so yeah, make make both of those rolls to be prepared. Um, if you would like to... Well, I actually think uh, you can tug the tapestry on this one, I will say. But I don't think you could precognition this one because it sort of happens as people are... Like, as you wake up. And so I don't... Do you oh, know what I mean?
4: I do. And you don't want the tug the tapestry today, honey.
0: Well... Was it a nat one? No. Okay, then Then you do it, because a nat one is the only, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Trust me, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Okay, so everybody make uh, wisdom saving throws and let me know if you crit fail. Yes, Bria.
2: So I slept, so I'm down to one level of exhaustion currently. Correct, which is only
0: ability checks disadvantage, so not on this save. Anybody crit fail?
2: No. No.
1: No. No. Okay.
0: <laughs> this is so stressful. You all can feel. Did anyone enroll like sub five, like two to five? No. 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 Okay. So then, yeah, you all are still aware that very, and as you've gotten closer, right, you can feel it. You're more aware of this just sort of darkness, uh, but you all are able to to stave it off just fine. Um, Bria, you wake up. You are feeling much better, but not back to your normal self quite yet.
1: Dot. 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 And we discussed this yesterday, so I definitely had spent some time uh, meditating on my spells. And we had said it was a greater restoration, right? Not lesser. Yeah. Great. So I'll go ahead and place a hand on Bria's shoulder and um, yes, imbue her with positive energy to get rid of that exhaustion. Thank you. <laughs>
4: You're welcome. Right, I love that.
0: So you are feeling much peppier. Bria, back to your old self. Uh, (laughs) The multiple crit fails far behind you now. (laughs) Anything else you all want some time, just the five of you before the the survivors come around to see you off?
2: How are we going to do
0: this? Yeah, I think we need this. I'm very glad that you
4: asked that question
1: that well, I would like to know. Also, I would like to know if we feel like we are stepping into a battle that potentially could uh, require, you know, an enhanced death ward for one of us who likes to run into battle, you oh, know, I... that sort of thing. Like me? Yes. Running quickly with my boots of
3: speed?
4: I was actually thinking Mirko, but I guess you're the more <laughs> obvious choice.
0: <Just> <laughs> I think Mirko's gonna be hiding behind. He's like, hi- yeah the curtains the whole time. A thing to consider? It lasts until it gets used, right? Yeah. So it's just so. about picking the person, but you don't have to worry about it expiring. Okay, that's yes. what I couldn't remember. So,
1: but I feel like we should cast it today and we should all be in agreement, though I think we are all in agreement that it should
0: be Bizdira. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I certainly don't I, think it's going to be Mirko.
1: I
2: think the rest of the plan is to, we just need to figure out how we're all going to get up there, but then we're we're really trying to make this a stealth mission, right?
0: Yes, I, think so. I mean, I—that is my understanding.
2: Um, did anyone else think that Karin was doing our homework? Because I've gotten <laughs> Karin's like, excuse me,
1: what? I haven't been doing any homework this summer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> In my brain, I was like, okay, we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna have to fly, and then Karin's gonna figure out how we're all gonna get up there. <laughs>
1: I feel like, I feel oh my God. touched, I think, by that. <laughs> but I assumed that it was going to be a combination of broom plus wild mm-hmm. shape and other spells to hide us as necessary. How What's, many times I mean, can we cast
0: invisibility?
4: Well, it's concentrations and two of us can do it. So two of us can be invisible at once. Well, I remember,
0: have... you can upcast it so you can get more of
4: you. That's that's if you right. use
0: higher level slots. Um I know you are a little bit more limited, flick, with your spell slots, but Mirko is not, for what it's worth. He's a full wizard, so he's got I mean, you know, we should still be aware of what you're using for what, but like he definitely has the space. And we are gonna
1: do pass without trace still, right? Yeah. I can do it at will now, so it's it's yeah. silly not to. <laughs>
2: right, the finished. only the
0: only constraint is is the concentration, but you weren't gonna be casting the invisibility anyway, so Yeah.
4: So we could do. Are you suggesting pass without trace on top of invisibility, or are we going was, that extreme?
2: I didn't even know if we needed
1: invisibility. I mean, um,
4: I think we might with all those.
1: While we're while we're like yeah, yeah that's what we're I was going
4: We're getting into this now. I think this is like yeah, I see the that. Plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, cart uh, I was just
1: going to say like while we're having this conversation, I would like to like peek out of the cave and see if we still see that it's like, like how many ravens or whatever are guarding the Arcanium.
0: Oh yeah. So I think you all have noticed some patrols, circling the the Arcanium mote, Earth moat several times before. You do, I think, spot probably off in one direction uh, another trio of ravens. But circling the Arcanium moat itself looks like not ravens flying around, bigger, whatever they are, because you can see them much more clearly even from this distance. Um, and it looks like as far—you know what, why don't you make me a wisdom perception check kit— uh Yeah, go ahead. Passive? Yeah, passive is fine.
1: 19.
0: Okay. Uh, I couldn't remember which passive was. It's been a while since I asked for it, so it couldn't even <laughs> just see if you to tell me. Uh Yeah, so I think uh, you see two patrols at the moment, um sort of on opposite sides of the Arcanium and sort of circling the earth moat that holds it. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. At, like, exactly, like, whatever, across from each other, if it were, like, a circle, like, they're yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, ish. I mean, that that looks like the intent uh, and okay. whether or not they perfectly succeed or not, uh, you know, is, is whatever. Um, I will also say, uh, 19, since you're looking out there anyway, um, you can't make out much detail. It's still a ways away and a little bit higher up. But every now and again, you'll see something move to, like, the edge of the Earth moat. So you get the idea, you get the sense that there are also people just, like, up there on The ground outside of the Arcanium, you can see, like, maybe even from where you are, you can see the top of, like, a few tents or something like that.
1: Okay, um, I will go back and relay all of that to the group. How long is our flight gonna take?
0: More than ten minutes. So if you're using the fly spell, it'll need to get recast partway there. Um, Probably not more than 20 minutes, so probably only once, but more than 10 minutes.
3: And more than the time we have to put someone in the bag of holding.
0: And more than you have, yes. Yeah,
4: well, we've got me and someone else on the broom.
1: Can two people fit on the back of a giant vulture, let's say?
0: (laughs) Um, what... Mechanically, what size category is it? If it's large, no. If it's huge, possibly.
1: Uh, It's large.
0: (laughs) Okay, so probably not
4: then. But maybe, like, a little Bria bat could fit. Oh,
2: Oh, yeah. In someone's little pocket. we talked about Bizdira being, yeah.
0: Alternatively, wait, let me see if Mirko has this spell. Because alternatively, Mirko could possibly cast Enlarge Reduce on your wild-shaped form, Kit um, and make a huge-sized giant vulture. I will say that is perhaps the least inconspicuous option, um, but, but then would I be amazing. invisible.
4: <laughs> right. Well, there you go.
0: Uh, so I just need to see if Mirko has that spell. I think he
3: does. I mean, that's that's the I- question. Like, if if she gets super big, then she can carry more people. But if she's invisible, would the people on her be invisible?
0: They would need to be... They would need to have it... Oh, okay. So this is a very cute plan that has several holes in it. One, they would all need to be individually invisibled. And two, enlarge-reduce... Enlarge-reduce... Enlarge-reduce is also a concentration, concentration spell. Damn it. So Mirka wouldn't be able to cast invisibility or fly. Oh, but he wouldn't need to cast fix, fly. I fix...
1: I can fix that one because I forgot way 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 at the beginning of this campaign Uh-oh. i got some uh, <gasps> potions uh some of oh which i never used one of which is a potion of growth
0: <laughs> whoa take inspiration wow. kid if you don't already have it
1: i already have it, Damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's Since so i have given great.
2: her so many of my inspirations can i take this inspiration Kid. I will happily
1: gift you an extra inspiration that's gonna go to go. waste otherwise. There you Great. go. Great. Alright,
0: fine. fine. <laughs> it's the only time. I mean, you all can still pass between each other, but I'm not gonna, you know,
4: do that. I
2: can't do uh the bat thing because it, oh, I have to be in shadow. That's right. To,
4: I see. To stay okay. a bat. But so I she,
0: think so she would turn into a bat and then as soon as she and exits the cave, I just mean, become yeah. a falling Bria. <laughs> yeah. Ah oh, um, that wouldn't
3: work. I was okay, like what if so, she's like stays underneath the other giant <laughs> Vulture but then if the giant vulture's invisible then she can't be in shadow.
4: <laughs> so bat is off the table for now in this like getting over to because like I feel like we have two plans, right? One we can't make yet because we don't know what the hell is on top of get it what the hell can you? Yeah. Great Good job. Um, is on top of the, the earth moat. But then we just have to make sure that we can, like, make it up there safely and as inconspicuously as possible. I
0: will also say, Kit, since you just looked out there, and Flick, since you brought this, like, that particular aspect to the planning, like, also remember, for Pass Without Trace at least, right, the idea is that it makes it easier to hide, because it's, you know, it it darkens shadows and it muffles sound. You all are going to be flying through the crystal clear open sky, Um, So yes, it will help. It will not be the boon that it is on the ground when you're worried about tracks and when there are shadows and when there's, you know what I mean? Like, it helps you hide, but you're still hiding in open air. Right.
3: I have a question. Would it be worth our time to wait until nightfall on the thought that, like, A, we'll have a little bit more cover, the Pass Without Trace would be more useful, but also thinking about, like, if... Semyaza's so doing anything that requires spell work during the day, maybe she might not have as many spell slots left.
4: That's actually a fair point.
0: Bizdira, only because it is you, make me an arcana check. Thank you, monster. <laughs> you monster.
3: It's a nine.
0: Okay, carry on. Um, it's not, I, want, I, I want to say you're not wrong. Uh, I was just going to give you additional information if you happen to, but it's fine.
2: I am under the belief that she is using the node to cast magic. Um, or
4: something of the sort. I think she's also getting pretty endless amounts of magic from yeah, right. daddy. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Daddy. So, so my thought is maybe we turn Biz into
1: something teeny tiny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, How, though? Because that's another concentration spell. Um, I it mean, is. I have
1: polymorph. And if but we're not doing Pass Without Trace...
0: Then. I, it's up to you. You certainly it can depends. do Paz with trace. It's not going to not help at all. It just mm-hmm. won't quite be the you know boon it is on land.
2: I was just thinking if we turn kit invisible, if it's something so small that like you're not going to see like a ladybug going through the air. You know what I mean? Like something really teeny tiny uh-huh, that uh-huh. we could make bizdira. Then we're only using one invisibility on Kit, and then... But then we... Mirko's always been our problem here, is getting him transferred. Yes, Kit. All right, so...
1: Let's get technical. Let's talk semantics.
0: I love it. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) If we read invisibility, it says anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible. If we take a little time to craft out of some rope, a little carrying case or something for people, or that's true, I could literally, just before they cast the spell, carry people in my hands. Would they not also receive the invisibility until I dropped them? I don't
0: like your thinking what are you thinking, giant vulture?
1: Probably I think that makes more sense in the daytime than the giant owl. It'd be sure. one of those two,
0: sure, yes, yes,
1: sure, so she can then carry two
2: people, one in her mouth, three people
0: um yeah yes, I think I think that is a fair and clever argument for invisibility mm-hmm. um what invisibility does not do is make the invisible things that you are carrying suddenly weigh nothing. So if sure. we're tossing, if we're talking about, you know, two people will slow you down a little, probably not significantly enough to really talk about it. If we start talking about too much more than that, uh, we start talking three people. Then I think we're going to have some significant, like, you know, slowdown, but still possible.
4: Well, all we need is two, really. What were you right? yeah, saying, Kit? you had a. Well, no, idea. I was just,
1: I was just trying to think through the numbers. Because if uh-huh. I'm carrying two people, that means three of us are covered, and there are five of us total, so only two more people need it. So, however, we need to up the invisibility spell to cover Mm -hmm. three people should Mm -hmm. cover us all. Well, if you if you polymorph me into something
3: super small that will cling on to you, um, like a turtle or something again, and like stick it in maybe the pocket of somebody else that you're carrying then that means you can carry three of us without it hindering you. And you're not casting invisibility, so that's not a
2: concentration for you. I would argue that it would still be best to, if we can use Pass Without Trace, that we should use Pass Without Trace. Which then would mean her taking two people, us doing invisibility on three total, Kit, and then the two people on the broom with a pass without trace. So we're invisible and pass without tracing. Are we- because my concern with you being polymorphed is if we get up there and have to go into battle right away, you're a turtle. The second she
3: loses concentration on me, then I come back and I just rip out of somebody's pocket.
2: <laughs> Surprise!
1: Um, the, remind me the again- The hitch,
0: of course, being- Yes, it is easy enough to make you Azimar form again. It's also, is a polymorph a fourth level spell?
1: It is. That's the, yeah, that is the thing that I'm a little wary about is going into what we all believe to be a really big battle using a fourth level spell, having already used one of my two fifth level spells. Um, I have a thought. What if we let Bria
3: turn into a bat in the cave and then she tucks herself into somebody's pocket
0: so she's still technically in shadow?
2: That's a DM question. I, I, don't know I mean, I
0: you 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 have to be in there and not peek out ever, not let any light into that area whatsoever. Because if any light gets in there, you will immediately turn back into a hazemar inside someone's pocket.
4: It sounds risky to me.
0: It sounds hilarious to me, for what it's worth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we should use the three
0: invisibilities. I think that that's our best. And three invisibilities is is not that bad. It's a second and a third level spell or one fourth level spell.
4: Yeah, that's, I mean, I, that was my point with, um, like w- w- on top of what Kit was saying is that that's a pretty high level slot for me as well. I know for Mirko it's not necessarily, it. right? Yeah. Okay, so next thing. Are we, we are obviously invisibilitying. Invi- I don't even know the wor- <laughs> verb for that. I like that. Turning verb. people invisible. And then, but are we passed without tracing? I think that's the next important.
2: If she's not polymorphing anyone, we might as well. Yeah.
4: I, I don't disagree. What's the story with the polymorph? We're not polymorphing?
0: Doesn't sound like it.
4: All right.
1: If if it's coming down to like what spell slots are more valuable, then we just have to weigh like, yeah. we, have, we just have to weigh that out.
0: Right. Right. I do want to throw a little wrench because it seems like we're beginning to sort of narrow in on the series of spells you all are going to use to approach without being noticed. Um, but then what? Murder, destruction, mayhem. No, we don't know what's up oh there, so gosh, we don't. Child.
2: We don't know what then. What is? Because we don't know what's up there.
4: Right. Is so. that of
0: concern to you all at all? <laughs>
2: Oh no! Very because much that's so. just what we do.
4: <laughs> I think my instinct is just is to fly as long as we're not seen. As long as we kind of keep an eye out for you know the guards and the patrols and whatnot. I think as long as we can make sure that we're not seen, maybe do a little bit of recon, just like flying around, seeing what creatures are up there, what sort of defenses are there, you know that kind of thing.
3: If that's the case, if we want recon first, is it worth? making uh kitten visible and having her fly up and do it as a wild shape or flick or something. I think we should get us all up there. I,
4: I think if we're, if we're now we're talking about time and like, we need to do things quickly. I think right. if all of us are seeing the same thing at the same time, at least in general, like obviously we may, somebody may see something that's, you know, a little bit more specific than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I think that we just need to go up there as a group and stay together.
2: I love that your instinct is to very smartly do recon and stuff. Cause I was like, all right, so we're flying up there. We're going straight through the front door. We're all going to be Because clearly there will be it's like no be guards.
0: Great. And obviously Semyaza will be right behind the front door. So it doesn't matter if you yeah, know where maybe. she is or even yeah. if she's there.
2: I, I truly am picturing this like how y'all escaped Silfson. Silfson. Silfson.
0: Yeah, good job. Mm-hmm.
2: Because I am picturing it as we just are trying to move room to room as quietly as possible. And we deal with whatever shows up in our path. Right.
4: I, I that think that's something. what we always have done. And that's what we should continue to do. <laughs> Work
2: this far.
0: That's not true. Not always. Episodes. Every now and again, kid will throw a scrying or one of you will go invisible and go look at something or something that's like that. That's true. That's true. You're right. <laughs> Uh, Not every time. Um, Okay, so just to recap, uh, because what I understand right now is that the plan is Kit's going to Wild Shape into something big that can carry people, and... And then someone will feed me the potion. And then some... Okay, so we are using the potion. Okay, that's what I wanted to be sure of. Right, so Kit will wild shape. Someone will feed her the potion. She will be bigger. She will carry two of you and then she will be turned invisible while carrying you so that technically all three of you are invisible until she sets you down, which is very funny to me. Um... Bria and Flick will be on the broom, which means that Mirko and Bizdiero will be the ones carried by the giant, giant vulture. Yes, you have to say giant twice now. And everyone will be invisible one way or another.
2: Yes.
4: Yeah, I think that's the plan.
2: Let's do it. Let's go right now. Hurry before we lose our nerve. We
0: have to talk to our other friends. (laughs) So at that moment, as Bria says that, the other survivors from Deeper in the Cave just turn the corner and they hear that and they sadly turn around and start walking. No, they don't.
4: No, Um... (laughs) we just made friends.
0: Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be sedulous if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. You know we'll read those five-star reviews on air and we're itching for some more of them, so leave those for us. We also want to remind everyone about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and more. And if that isn't enough, well, by supporting our Patreon, you will also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. You can get more information about that program, as well as our Patreon in general, by going to Patreon. Dot com slash DND Last refuge. Right now, though, I do want to take a few moments to thank those folks who've already done that and our current patrons of our show. Thank you so much to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot and Tanya, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale Tribe Leaders, Eugenio Eliyahu of Merck Grove and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shout-outs on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash DND Last refuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours? to dump into another giant rpg well have we got the game for you idol champions of the forgotten realms is a set it and forget it idol game featuring tons of your favorite characters from forgotten realms lore and from contemporary popular DD stream shows you can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at, at idlechampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin MacLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com com.au, and in comptech.filmmusic.io respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. media. All right. Short, sweet, and to the point this week. Thanks so much for listening. Please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please fight racism when, where, and however you can. And happy gaming, y'all. So uh, your your new friends, whatever the survivors, come around and they sort of look around and they're not really sure because you all are still inside the hut. It's has it's just about to expire, um, and so they're looking around unsure if you're there. Uh, the hut dissolves away, showing showing actually the five of you, and they had never seen Mirko before. Oh boy! So now I gotta roll some more things to see if they have. Feelings. I told them.
2: I told them that there were two people inside of that hut. He just never
0: popped out. Right, but you didn't tell them that they look like the tiefling that destroyed their world. That is a problem.
1: Yeah, we probably should have led with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay, so one of them, uh, and I, I think it'll be the goblin who, uh, who has been doing most of the talking, just sort of giant eyes looking at Mirko and then sort of putting things together and slides her gaze over to Flick as well and just sort of back and forth. Um, it, you do not need to roll insight. She is not being subtle about this.
3: We say It's okay. They're on our side. They're, they're good guys. This one's just a bag of it. jelly.
1: <laughs> That's a title. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so.
3: There's this thing called Glorp, but we really can't get into it right now. <laughs> off of
4: him. You like flick his ear or something? It just like. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Oh, I God, um,
0: <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fine. That is enough of an explanation. I just wanted the little moment. That's fine. Um, oh, I would like to ask their names. I would oh, like sure. to ask their names. Sure. Um, the and the, the speaker goblins were just. Oh, yes. It's it's been so long since we've you know worried much about social niceties. But but you're right. We should we should do this. I'm Jules, um, and this and she gestures to the other goblin is Ted. Uh, these, uh, she the gestures to the hobgoblins. Uh, these we know Vang and Groose already. Vang and Groose. And she turns to the Kenku and she says, um, and this is, well, we call them Brooke. Brooke, would you like to give them your actual name? And Brooke opens their beak and a, the beautiful sound of a little babbling Brooke, uh, on during a light rain uh, comes out. And uh, Jules says, yeah, that's why we call her Brooke. Uh-huh. Lovely. Oh,
3: wow. I feel like Vizdier wants to hug the Kanku. Oh, <laughs> she's just like because Lydia know, wants
0: to play. A Kenku. Fascinated yeah. by this
3: Kanku, yes. <laughs> me as a human, as an actual person, is fascinated by the Kanku. Right?
0: <laughs> uh, sure, the Kanku will. Uh, they'll they'll hug you. Jules is also then like and and all of your names. <laughs> I'm Samantha.
2: Flan-
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know Samantha. <laughs> Incredible.
1: I-, I thought we were going to go in podcast intro order. <laughs> I, that's what I
0: was waiting for.
3: Bizdira could be like hugging the kid and say, Bizdira!
0: Kit! Bria! No, no, you don't get a full. No! You
4: can't stop me. I have my flute. Please fly away. I have my flute. I'm going to do it.
2: No, I just want to.
4: Fine. My name's Flick. Uh, he
2: literally pulls out his on
4: with this big
2: smile on his face, and we're like, come on. Man. Like, no. Yeah. We don't even. This is why we never do names.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yes. I love finding in canon rules for weird meta things. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I love that.
3: Does Mirko introduce himself? Oh, yeah, I
0: guess Mirko. Yeah, so Flick says, and I'm Flick, and Mirko's like, and, and I am also here and probably should have an and since I'm the last one. Oh, no. Oh, we'll do it this way. This is not, I don't know where I've heard this before, but I, I think it means I'm more important. With Mirko.
3: With Mirko.
0: <laughs> I, I fully believe that he would say that. I hear somewhere that with is more important than and. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's a very Mirko.
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All the anger. <laughs>
0: While while this wild introduction series is happening, uh, kid, <laughs> Ted walks over to you, uh, and Ted is obviously the one that, that gave you the little note yesterday, and Ted hands you another piece of parchment. Ted also looks very tired, clearly did not sleep very much. Hands you another piece of paper with, like, a, a not good, uh, but not bad, like, attempt at a drawing of the surrounding mountain ranges and, like, circles in various spots where he thinks... Um, where he thinks people might be hiding. Well, he says where I think people might be hiding and and you know he means where he thinks Jess might be hiding.
2: It is very difficult for Bria to not start fixing his art.
0: Oh, do you see it? it's just
2: like a, man, I just, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to do anything about it.
0: I love it. Uh, Will you two, since you're both sort of interacting with this map, will you two make intelligence? Oh, intelligence history is fine. Checks. Haha What'd you get? I crit. Oh, fantastic! Yes. Oh dear, Bria, what'd you get?
1: <laughs> oh
2: no, a seventeen. Kit, They're dead, aren't they?
0: Kit, you have a sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach when you take a moment and look at this map and sort of understand it more closely. You're nodding your head. Do you know what I'm going to say?
1: Yeah, this is the village that we walked past where everyone was dead. No, no, it is not. This is the cave. Oh, this is the cave we the sent the people to. to.
0: You sent the dragon to. Yeah, Yeah, one mm -hmm. of the circles is the cave that you sent the dragon to.
1: I am going to very firmly believe, as I said when we sent the dragon there, (laughs) that the people are far enough in the cave that the dragon can't fit his snout there. And I will make it my personal mission to go check on them (laughs) when we are done here.
0: I will make it my personal mission to believe that as hard as I can. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Uh, I also assume that you are not going to mention that to Ted, so he just walks away.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know I why you keep trying to bring this up to try to make us devastate these people, but we're not going to do I it. I don't want, I'm <laughs>
0: just giving you the scenario as it has happened. Jules, uh, you know, takes a few minutes and thanks you all again for, for the rations and for the help, um, both individually and also for trying to put an end to all of this. Um, and just says, you know, I, I can't imagine what, but... If there's anything else we can do,
2: anyone got invisibility?
0: She said, "No, no, no. None of none of us have any proficiency with magic at all." All right. Well, it was lovely <laughs> well, meeting well, you well, all. Bye. Godspeed, good luck, and goodbye.
4: <laughs> goodbye. We'll take our leave. I um,
0: and you then can. you begin this wild process that oh, they yeah. all five stand there and watch. Um, the Good. first thing that I think you all John do, and I only bring it up because I, I want to, if you are interested in taking a moment to tell me what this looks like, Kit, are you going to do Death Ward on and enhance Death Ward on Vizdira?
1: I feel like it's the smart thing to do. It won't get activated until she dies. So.
0: <laughs> until it needs to. Um, that's fine. Uh, do you have any particular thoughts about what that looks like when you do it? No, I didn't That's think okay about that's that all right. in advance. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. Then we're good. That's
3: okay. I just had an image of her just like poking my forehead, and you just see like lines of like arcane symbols cover my body. Oh, dope. That was my first like mental picture. Yeah.
1: Love and it. That how's away. that sound, kid? That, that sounds beautiful <laughs> and also slightly hilarious. I'm standing <laughs> on my tiptoes. That's right.
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, the so typical- like,
1: Kids just like, come here. Come
3: here. Biz is like, what? She's like, come closer. Come closer.
0: The typical death word spell is just sort of like a single rune on the forehead, but Bizdara, you feel and see this one spread out uh, across your whole body and sort of flare and then disappear. But you can tell it's still there. What is this one again? Uh, So the next time in forever, unless someone dispels it on you, I guess the next time you drop to zero hit points, you instead are returned to maximum hit points. Nice.
2: Why don't we just do this every morning on someone? Because I can only do it it once a year. year. Oh my, okay.
0: <laughs> that's also why it's so. important that it lasts until it is used or dispelled. I see, I see, yeah. I see. <laughs> All right, so. so you do that, and then you wild shape. No,
1: first I pass
0: without trace. <laughs> ah, yes, sorry, my mistake. So first you cast on Bazira, <laughs> then you pass without trace.
1: And then I give somebody the potion.
0: The potion, you give it to Bria, because I think that's funny. Yes. Uh, you turn into a giant vulture. Bria feeds you the potion. You get to be an even bigger giant, giant vulture. <laughs> You grab Mirko and Bizdira in your talons. (laughs) Mirko, not a huge fan of this whole situation, but realizing it is efficient, frees his arms and does the passes to cast Invisibility on Bria and Kit, which of course makes him and Bizdira also invisible for as long as they are being carried. Flick casts Invisibility on himself, and as all of this is happening...
2: Bria and Bizdira are handing each other each a side of rope so that we can find each other.
4: Oh, clever. Because right? it'll be invisible. It will
2: be invisible as long
0: as you never let it go. Oh, you have no, to tie no. it. You have to tie it to Kit's leg because if Bizdira is carrying it, she's she invisible. is not the one that has the spell on her.
3: Right, so we'll tie it to Kit's leg, yeah. This is so
0: okay. goofy and nerdy and I love that you're going here with me. <laughs> <This is okay. laughs> I love it. I love this game. Um <laughs> Okay. otherwise
2: we will not be able to find each other know and know if
3: Or bump into each other and then Kit drops us and we <laughs> turn visible and we're falling, plummeting to our death. Incredible. Oh All right. So
2: I might actually tie it around Flick's waist so that he can feel if there's any, since he's driving the broom. Oh, sure. Since he refuses to let me drive because I'm a girl. Uh, not
0: um... lying. <laughs> Decidedly not lying. I just want to say, it, for valid. the record and for our listeners, not the reason. Okay. <laughs>
3: I just want the Kenku to start growling along with
4: Flick yeah. Every, yeah, every time he growls. I've already decided that Flick and Kenku are, well, uh, Brooke, I should say, are um, best friends <laughs> at this point. And uh-huh. uh, I uh-huh. want Kanku to join me in the growling. Ah, uh,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Brooke, Brooke, <laughs> Brooke will join you in the growling, but then that'll be the growling that they use uh, whenever they're trying to scare off someone from this cave, which feels less effective. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the invisible flying shadowy caravan circus. of nothingness circus, yes, takes off and heads
1: for the Arcadium. I just feel like for the comedy of it, we have to acknowledge the fact that like there's a giant bird that's tugging this broom along. It's like is like trying to keep up, but I'm just like going.
0: <laughs> nobody can see it, but you all are aware of what this must look like. Uh, yeah, and and flick particularly at first because like you have to you have to set a, a course and whatever. So you're just getting yanked forward and sideways right. and this way until finally like you even out and you you have set your course or Kit I suppose has set her course uh, towards the floating Earth Moat <laughs> that holds the Arcanium. Fortunately, the day is clear in terms of precipitation. It's cloudy and chill as always. And the closer you get, the colder it gets. Anything on the way that you all are doing, watching out for, thinking about? Because if not, I'm going to need some rolls coming up. Holding on for dear life. Yeah,
4: fair. (laughs) I think trajectory-wise, I would like to go, like, above the mm-hmm. the sort of earth mound. Okay. I want to see as much as we can. So so we're mm-hmm. going
0: up first, so that we're above, and then approaching from around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. So why don't you all go ahead and make and yes, even those of you that are being carried or riding, whatever. Everybody make dexterity stealth checks with advantage, and you can go ahead and add the full pass of that trace plus ten, and I'll adjust on my end. That way, we don't get anything complicated. Brio, what'd you get?
2: A 28, which means I rolled a six.
0: You sure did. (laughs) Uh, Bizdira, what'd you get?
1: 36.
0: Okay, uh, Flick?
4: 32.
0: And Kit? 27. Okay, and Mirko got also a 27. Okay, Um, all right, so you all head straight up and eventually get a view a little ways out and then you can approach as close, uh, you know, get a little closer in if you would like. But you see the earth mode from above finally for the first time. And unsurprisingly, there is a, a, a decent ring of courtyard around the Arcanium building itself. Uh, and as Kit sort of managed to see a little bit of yesterday when she poked her head out and had a look, you all can see clearly now all of this open courtyard space is taken up by, by people, by tents, by makeshift buildings, by what look like like maybe enormous fire pits, um, and just people moving around as far as the eye can see. Primarily, uh, they look to be various types of devils that are milling about in this outside courtyard. You can see, you know, you can tell that this seems to be sort of like almost the military camp Right, the encampment. You can see that there are barracks, and it looks like maybe like latrine areas have been dug. There are well, you're not sure if they're sparring training areas or if these devils are just fighting. Uh, But there are little areas where there is like combat going on. All of it, sort of on all sides, surrounding the building that is the Arcanium in the center of this floating node the front door to the Arcanium which uh, you know if history and experience is any indication should probably be the only entrance uh, at least on this level um, is guarded very obviously anything else you all are specifically looking out for out
2: here a soft place to land
0: (laughs) I mean, on the bodies of several devils comes to mind. But, um, I mean, there is space, uh, but you're going to have to be real careful (laughs) with the big old vulture.
1: Basically, everywhere we look, there are fiends and devils and things. Like, there's no area that is abandoned.
0: Not abandoned. There are areas that are clearer than others, um, like areas where the fighting is going on generally have a bit more space to them. Um, It looks like there is an area that, like is mostly open, sort of, um, but you occasionally will see, like, um, an imp or a raven, which is an imp in raven form, uh, or or a, a larger devil that has the ability to fly, sort of land there, or walk into there to take off. Um, so it looks like there's, like, a little airstrip area that's probably the most open space, but it's co- you know it's got traffic coming in and out a lot.
2: Um, Just to be clear, mm-hmm. these devils look like Flick and Mirko, or are they different? Um, like, if Flick and Mirko were down there, would it look like, oh, these are some Yaza's brothers, or would it be like, yeah, they could be one of us?
0: No, I think, I don't, I think they are mostly not tiefling-looking. Um, You all have seen some of them before. I think you all fought some barbed devils in the tunnels underneath here a while back. So, you know, you definitely recognize those. You all have decent enough passive perceptions, I know. One of the door guards looks to be an ice devil, which is some pretty serious hierarchy devil shit. Uh, you all have fought them before, but you have the assistance of the guardians on TLR when you fought them last time. Um, so it looks like it's mostly devil devils, uh, and Mirko and Flick would would stand out. The So the
3: Arcanium on our side was basically just like a square stone shape. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't anything super... Yep. Fancy. Correct. How tall was it? Like eight feet? Mm, probably closer to 10, but yeah, about that. 10. So the idea of us hiding on the roof would be pretty not an option.
0: Um, There are, there are sentries on the roof but only only four of them, and they're all at the edges of the roof to be able to look down. So <laughs> it's not impossible that you could sort of land in the center by coming directly down without, like, touching them. Would be quite the mm-hmm. feat for them not to, like, hear or hear anything or feel a downdraft, but not impossible. There is space right. up there. And
3: there's no
4: bushes or anything for us
0: to hide behind <laughs> Not not out here, no.
4: My thought was, obviously, we know the Arconium is, like, at least three to four stories down into the ground. Or at least that's been our experience multiple times. Uh, the Obviously, it is inside the Earth moat. Like, we know just from, like, knowing the layout. I mean, unless... Is there yeah, any... Sorry. No, yeah. Go ahead. No, that's okay. And, I mean, this is, this is a reach. This is, like... I, I don't know. But we know that there was a secret passageway out of the Arconium on our island... Is there something of the sort on the sides? Uh, Like, I think after we get kind of the aerial view, I'm going to message to Kit do we think we want to go uh, lower and see uh, if there's any... Don't message. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I had. I was do having
1: that. the same yeah. thought about wanting to go um, Down. investigate below, so I think if you like, give a pull on the rope or something, I will... Or I'll
4: same p- to you. If you do, yeah. I'm going to fall. You're bigger than I am, so just you take me wherever you want. simultaneously yeah. begin to descend. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> yes,
1: we're like, oh, look, there's no tension in the rope. We're going the same way. <laughs>
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I will say, if you, like, yes, you remember all of that, but in Remember Remembering that, you realize that the tunnel was big enough to walk through, but not much more. So you're going to probably have to get closer if you want to search for a tunnel entrance. So are we cool with that? I mean, you are, again, below the lip of the, of the surface, right? So the flying patrols might still spot you, but it looks like the guards that were up top probably won't have good line of sight to you.
4: I think that's, I mean, I I think that's fine.
2: I think especially with that in mind and how low the Arcanium goes, it would be good to see, to go almost under it, to see how deep it goes, because this whole thing could be a ploy that she's actually in the ground in the deepest level of the Arcanium Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. down there. So it might be good for us to check all that out down underneath, see how low it goes. Sure.
0: So you can approach and look around. Let me have wisdom perception checks from everybody, please. And yes, I'll take passive, but your passive isn't good enough. <laughs> Kit. Passive. You are you are busy guiding the train. It's fine. Uh, Flick.
4: <laughs> That's a crit, so it's a 27. Okay.
0: Uh, Bria. 15. And Bizdira. 13. And, oh, actually, Mirko got a 21. Um, <laughs> but Flick, you spot, you sort of remember, you start like, uh, you know, galaxy braining the layout of the TLR arcanium and where that tunnel must have come out. And you sort of, you help uh, Kit guide over to what you think is probably the correct side if it's symmetrical with the other one and blah, blah, blah. And you do find a little tunnel. But I will also say since you crit that you can see a little ways in. Maybe there's a reflection off the lake or something down below. And so some light shines into the tunnel and you can see that it has been closed off about 20 feet from the entrance.
1: I can't talk, but I can help with that. But I don't know if I would have told you before.
0: Uh awkwardly right now, Flick is the only one who knows this and also can't Well, I guess you could talk, can you could relay. just speak.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true.
2: Especially for under. I'm not super scared about that right and, now. And I
0: think yeah. you all are, are, you know, without a like a map and minis and things to look at, like I am giving you all the benefits of the doubt that you're smart enough to time your descent down here to avoid the patrols. So, you know, you don't have forever, but you have a little bit of clearance. You're up in the sky. The wind is blowing. You know,
4: you're okay. I would, I, I will sort of tug away from the earth moat a tad okay. so that we get away from anything that might hear. And I'm going to... Gonna, well, I mean, I guess I do have to kind of yell because we're flying through the open air, but like mm-hmm. I'm gonna relay that information to Kit so that at least she knows, and I guess that's everybody who can hear um, her. Mm-hmm. And I, well, Kit, do you, would you like, you can't speak clearly, but like d- now you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, There's,
4: I don't know if go that... go <laughs> ahead,
2: Priya. <Korea. laughs> There's a, so we can see like a tunnel, and you said like 20 feet in, so we would be able to potentially land in the tunnel, be relatively hidden because there's not a patrol under there, and then figure out what to do in this with this blo- blockade.
0: Yes, definitely. Except the giant, giant vulture kit won't fit in that tunnel is the only hitch. But <laughs> otherwise, yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's enough room for you all as humanoids uh, to get in there and, and do what you need to do. Yeah.
2: And then this tunnel would be below the lowest level of the Arconium
0: correct? Theoretically, of... yeah. I mean, if this is the, yeah. the analog to the one on TLR, yeah.
2: Okay. Because that would be my idea. I don't think we're getting in through the front door. Not how we are. <laughs> not if, unless we want to die.
1: Yeah, so I think... I'm assuming this little conversation happens and I'm like going through my brain, I'm like, how can I communicate to them uh-huh. that I can help? Uh-huh. Um and I think I'm just gonna like give a tug yep. on the rope and just like start flying back over to the tunnel. Okay. And hope that they Understand that I wouldn't do that unless I thought I had a solution. I mean,
0: even if they don't know that, they don't have much of a choice because Kit is—I mean, Flick is tied to you, so yeah. you're, they're going <laughs> with you anyway.
4: And that being said, I think I trust Kit with my own life. Well. and that's <laughs> Alex talking, not
0: Flick. <laughs> Fair Aww. enough. Fair enough. Uh. All right, mm. so you—you you all get over there, uh, Kit. Carry on.
1: Okay, so we get over there. I guess I'm going to—I'm going to I'm gonna put. Vizdira and Mirko down into the tunnel one uh, yeah, and by I think, one.
0: <laughs> and I think that's the first thing that you do, and it's a signal, right? Because as soon as you let yeah. them go, they become visible. So Bria and Flick, you understand what Kit is up to here.
1: Great. And then we can land in the tunnel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I will definitely negotiate... Oh, am I still going to be giant when I become myself again? Oh,
0: interesting.
1: I did not think about that. I didn't
0: either. Uh, Yes, but a a large size kit will fit in the tunnel.
1: (laughs) I'm not mad about it. (laughs) 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 For once, I will be the tallest. Yes. (laughs) I'm excited for this. Okay, so then I will deftly maneuver myself to the entryway of the tunnel I guess try to put like my talons in the ground and unwild shape myself
0: sounds good will you do me a favor and roll a d4 because we did not do that when you took that potion of growth and that will determine how long you're big <laughs> three okay so you're big for three hours <laughs> <laughs>
1: that it is has been
0: a long time fun. a long time it has been we'll say like 40 45 minutes. So the invisibilities, which are an hour, are still going. Oh, you would also still be invisible.
1: Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I? Would I be? But she would start just by dropping talking. the the wild shape. Would that not? It's undo not casting
0: it? a. Your wild shape isn't a spell, so no.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna um, cast a spell in a minute anyway. Okay. So it's fine.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Suddenly, but, Kit's
1: just talking
3: to us, and we're like, "What the yeah, hell?
0: right?" <laughs> uh, but good point for for you to know in the future. Uh, you can wild shape and unwild shape while invisible and not affected.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun?
0: <laughs> All right, so Invisible, as big as market is there, and what's your plan?
1: Yeah, so I will walk over, I guess, to this blockade of stone and say, Well, I hope it's less than five feet thick, because we're going to shape this stone right into a door for us to meander in here. And if not, I'll cast it again.
0: That's where we're going to leave it for this week. Ooh, uh, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week uh, to find out the details of Kit's plan and whether or not it works. I will. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at DND Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D. You can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp for my story consultant for this campaign, and of course all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Basira.
2: Kit. priya
4: And Flick, ooh. <laughs> Happy
0: gaming, oh. y'all. Ooh. Nobody cares about the size of your
3: muffler.
0: That's definitely (laughs) one you gotta save.